I'm Peter Martin. And I'm Adam Manis. Welcome to the You'll Hear It podcast. Today we're going to talk about should you practice patterns. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here because we've actually never even discussed this, no, Adam. No. Um, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. Okay, so is there, that's pretty binary right there. I know. There. <laughs> I mean, can we even be friends anymore after this? I don't this? know, man. Mm. This might be the last you'll hear it. Sorry, Okay, guys. let me lay out my, my, my philosophy on no. And I, I guess I should have qualified it a little bit. Um, I, I'm saying I don't think we should practice patterns the way that it was presented to me, which was like you would learn something and then you would practice that. Okay, now I did pick a very corny generic pattern to do and play yes. it in a corny way. But I just think that if, if we, when we say patterns um, and we don't think about them at least or call them you know, melodies or motifs or something in the musical realm, then it becomes just like, like this kind of generic building block for our music that can start to maybe feel good and maybe even sound good on like a micro level, but is a little bit anti-improvisation almost. So, like, the way I like to, to think about it is, no, you shouldn't practice patterns, but shapes are okay to practice. So, like, there's certain shapes that I love the sound of, I love the feel of on the piano, you know, like maybe like this over, kind of like a C minor 11. Yeah, that's good. Like, and then you might take that and learn that, but I'm not necessarily thinking about it as a, as a pattern only, like, it's more of just a shape that I feel and that I can use as, as an actual building block to patterns, patterns, quote unquote, as a part of my solo that I would build later. Okay, I think we're pretty much on the same page here. Ooh, I'm just getting worried. The, the, blows there. the nomenclature just might have been different of how we right. looked at it. So you, it seems like, like to practice sounds. You find a sound you like and you don't consider it a pattern, you consider it a shape, but it's really a sound is what you, you mm. are into. And I agree with you that just, you know, getting generic licks out of a book and then running through all 12 keys you know you could learn how to play a little bit but it sounds really boring and generic i agree yeah. with that but I, I guess i think what i was saying when i said should you practice patterns is whenever i find something a sound that i love be it some kind of voicing i'm going to take that through all keys i'm going to mm-hmm. practice it in ways that kind of throw me off so that when i have to recall it it's ingrained in me, mm-hmm. and I consider that a pattern a little bit. Yeah, but that's that was a shape. Now, folks can't see there now. That, I mean, that's, I, that's, I get you. I get that you. is I a know, shape. But, but again, yeah, you're right. It's the nomenclature. I think it's the same thing we're actually talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, <laughs> podcast done. <laughs> Friendship resolved. Yep. Right. So the, the answer is yes and no. <laughs> yeah, and I think that it just begs the bigger question, like, we should never get so caught up in terminology and dogma in a way. Uh, when I was coming up, and hopefully this has changed a lot too, I remember I got a scholarship to go to um, a Jamie Abersall camp. Well, don't brag about it. Well, hello. Full scholarship, <laughs> I might add. Well, I had to get there myself, but dang. that was it, yeah. Uh, but no, it was, it was a really great experience. I mean, I met some great musicians. I had um, an, an amazing experience with you know, some mass musicians, Adam Nussbaum, great drummer, oh, yeah, yeah. who was teaching there and really kind of took me under his wing in the combo a little bit, taught me some great things. Um, is it uh, Pat, Pat LaBarbera, the saxophonist? Yeah, yeah. I think it was Pat, yeah, who played with Elvin Jones and stuff. I, I studied, well, I mean, I was in his combo and he showed me some, some amazing things there. Uh, but there was also another teacher who shall remain nameless who was very much into patterns. And I remember like, it was like taking certain licks 
you know, licks or patterns that Charlie Parker played. But to like, I even realized it at the time, like they were shortened up so much and they were just melodic patterns. Yeah, yeah. But they were so close to being complete melodic ideas, but they were cut off. So it was always by the number of beats. So it might be two beats worth of patterns, like da ba da ba da ba, right. you know, where, whereas that's a horrible thing that everyone's made fun of and there's some funny YouTube. Yeah. But if you're like, ba do 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 ba, it could actually be slick. So it was like taking these two beats. And, and just segmenting in a way that the players didn't intend them, I thought. And just you take them through all these keys and then you link them together in a mathematical way, and that's jazz. Yeah, it's classic over engineering of it. You know, yes. what, what we really are talking about here, and, and the way you should practice anything, but if that's you want to call them patterns or shapes, is to use your ear and make sure that it's a complete musical thought that you like. Don't just start memorizing patterns because people tell you that it's part of the jazz whatever. Like, you know, listen to the music, get the language in your ears, and then once you latch onto those things, it's going to become evident. You're going to have things that you like. And then you have to practice them in a way that resembles a pattern, but it's probably, <laughs> I'm going to go with your shape idea on yeah, this yeah. and concede a little bit. But, but practice them in all 12 keys, and, and you, know, you have to somewhat um, get them into your hands, so make sure to, to, to be consistent with it. Yeah, because, I mean... The actual concept of a pattern, and even from a mathematical standpoint, is, is identifying um, you know, something that repeats or has some kind of code to it almost, yep. which I think is very important in music and exists in jazz improvisation in many interesting ways. And many of the scales, I mean, you know, if you talk about a diminished, that's a pattern of half step, whole step, half step. I mean, that is a pattern. Absolutely. And I think thinking about patterns in music and how they apply and how they sound and how they work are great. I just think to, to force it into a, a generic little melodic pattern that you practice you know, in different keys isn't worth a lot. So uh, moral of the story here is, is practice the, the shapes and the ideas that you're drawn to, but don't just accept some kind of like unmusical, short little patterns of nothing. That, that will make you sound generic and kind of weak. Absolutely. That's it for today's episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. For more information or to hear more of these podcasts, go to openstudionetwork.com slash podcast. 